Hello everybody, welcome back to the front porch. Today, we have a very special topic, very interesting one. It's kind of relevant, it's kind of not. We're actually discussing why it may or may not be relevant, which is interesting. And with me today to discuss this topic, I have Kevin, our creative director, and I have Wags, Wagner, <laughs> our editor. How are you gentlemen doing? Good. Good, excited Good. Okay? Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. We just got a office uh, snackery stock. That was cool. Yeah, we have coffee. <laughs> we do. We, we do have coffee we've had now. Coffee for like nice to have it two on months. Hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys were in the room when I said it. We're talking about physical media. Yeah, and by that we mean VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, 4K. Yeah, yeah. I know you like yeah, your 4K. I like my 4K. I know you like yeah. your Criterion too. I do. So, Kevin, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you um kind of take this first one because yeah. I think you have the most knowledge and expertise on the topic. Okay. Yeah. Your general thoughts on physical media and anything that the general public should be aware of about physical media. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what we're kind of discussing today is kind of the the relevance of 4K or physical media in in this year in in this time with uh you know things being accessed other ways like streaming so there's kind of uh debates in certain circles about you know and i i don't adhere to one side or the other because i i do of course have streaming but i also really value uh physical media kind of always have i like just owning the things and displaying them as you see some most of these are mine um, I like having access to these things. There's a whole bunch of different reasons why, why I like this, why I support this, uh, why I get interested in talking about it. Uh, just a bit of a collector. Um, yeah, I don't know. Very, very good. Very good thoughts. Yeah. I'm liking a lot of thoughts. Here. Lots of thoughts. Lots, lots of, of thoughts. Lots of yeah. thoughts. Wags, how about you? my thoughts on physical media yeah, yeah like or your experience yeah. with it if yeah. you are partial to physical yeah. media at all you know i find the most the most interesting thing it's corporeal you can feel it um yep. you know that's thing number one about physical media I very think, good you know, point in the name um no <laughs> i mean like i honestly I'm, I'm really kind of two ways about it uh when it comes to it's a format thing for me, whether mm -hmm. it's where we're talking, I think the three main like media types I'm thinking of are music, uh, like film and TV. I'm going to lump that into one. That counts as one. Yeah. <laughs> and like video games. Um, I kind of treat them all differently just in terms of, you know, like what you're talking about in terms of just like having something physically. Yeah. I tend to find that it's like a sliding scale of... I kind of treat like music at like a kind of a top level mm -hmm. in terms of like if I if I need to have something I'm going to go out and buy it whether it's like a, a vinyl LP, CD. I was a big CD guy for like way longer than I think most Same. people. Same. Yeah. Um <laughs> then movies kind of fall in the middle where it's like if I really seriously uh like adore something and love something I will go out and get a copy of like whatever the newest format is. Um, I don't have a very expansive collection. I have a pretty decently sized digital collection of stuff that's like, this is pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see this. And then with like video games, it's like almost, I have tried almost entirely just to move to digital. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is, some people would disagree about, 
um, and I'm sure it's something we'll get into, but it's just the aspect of things uh, disappearing off services, whether it's like a TV show or a TV episode or a movie that you just can't access easily anywhere or like video games especially you know get taken down all the time for like weird copyright reasons or like a a really common one that people knew about for a while before it uh they just put it back up was uh ubisoft did a uh they did the scott pilgrim game right i think that was them was that someone else did they i think it was ubisoft (laughs) i have to look that up (laughs) but um like i would have seen something about it when i was there that's (laughs) that's <laughs> more common <laughs> um <laughs> but like at some point there was like a licensing lapse with the music that was done by mm-hmm. Anamanaguchi. Mm-hmm. yeah and then it just was off services forever same thing with alan wake and then eventually those got re-upped and then you know they're back on services but i, I find that happens a lot more with like video games than anything else yeah and it, it, I, it does happen with movies too mm-hmm. Um, but then you, you own it, <laughs> you know, cause I know there's a Godzilla movie that, you know, Criterion has the, has the show air the first 15 now, and there's other box sets you can get with the other airs and stuff like that. But there was one, um, that they didn't have the music rights correctly for a while. And so all like the only copies are from a 2004 DVD release. Um, otherwise you can't get it. <laughs> you can't stream it anywhere. Like it's, it's tied up with rights between Japan and the U S kind of thing, you know, and there's a, there's a lot like that, but yeah, then you own it, which I do have a copy of, <laughs> of the DVD yeah. because I, I have to complete my collection of Godzilla <laughs> movies. Um, but yeah, it, it changes it. Things are getting taken off of streaming services a lot now. Um, HBO just had a merger Warner Brothers HBO <laughs> Discovery had a big merger and they took a lot of their content off not a lot but some stuff uh, Westworld was like taken off of which H- was like I never of HBO I never watched but yeah. like I know a lot of people who did and that was like a big show that yes. wasn't just like that wasn't like a um, like a thing of older stuff like sensate or firefly or whatever where it's right. like it eventually has like yeah, a big following kinda, of people who yeah. love it but at the time it's like eh, people didn't watch enough a lot of people liked westworld yeah and yeah it's just it's gone mm. so unless you own a physical copy of it you can't watch it right now <laughs> i mean heck they i think they took off the harry potter movies as of right now oh okay yeah, yeah. Like yep. the harry i mean you can watch those very easily sure but still it's like yeah why are they doing that? Yep, things change, <laughs> rights change. Uh, you know, with all the different options of streaming services now that people are paying for, um, they're they're looking to co- cut costs right now, like especially Netflix and things like that, because mm-hmm. um, in the market and stuff right now, they're kind of tanking. You know, the, <laughs> the viability of Netflix is kind of up in the air for the first time. Um, so they're finally like cutting costs and things like that, and the way to do that is to remove media that you thought was going to be there forever, but it's not. You're leasing media yeah. when, when you're paying, you know, for a certain like a streaming thing. Yeah. yeah. So despite, I mean, despite all these issues that um, digital streaming is facing mm-hmm. as of right now, physical, physical media is still like fading into obscurity. Despite all the drawbacks there is with streaming. Yeah. Yep. And there are. Um, 
why do we think physical media is still getting put on the back burner? It's still slowly the, going the movie disc market. So Blu-rays, DVDs, 4K is still a $2 billion industry a year. So it's not going away. It, it's changing. The DVD sales, especially over the last 10, 15 years, have gone down a lot. Um, but it's still a big market. And they've kind of catered themselves over the past couple years to collectors. You know, it's which I think is is smart. I think it's yeah. good. I the, think so too. The releases are more in terms of like volume of yeah. you know everything that comes out, everything that gets made. Um, you know, stuff that goes like direct to streaming isn't isn't so much like oh this is like a, a crap product or we don't care. It's just like. More stuff goes there, and then, you know, uh, stuff with a little bit more of a push behind it from the studio will get, like, a nice, like you said, like, a collector's edition, mm -hmm. or it's like, oh, look, it comes with a steel case. Like, yep. some of the stuff we have here comes with, like, a special this or that. Like, I was, I brought in something to lend to you, yes. a, a copy of Sensor, which is a really cool, it's, I wouldn't say it's like a B-movie, really, but it's, it's yeah. about B-movies. Um, I'm excited, but it comes with that's this. A, that's a sweet cover. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is like an alternate like case on the inside, and then yeah. it's it, it's fun. You know, it, it gives you something to a booklet. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. So this is this is vinegar syndrome, right? Yeah. So they're a boutique label like Criterion or Arrow Video and stuff like that, and these companies have like shot up quite a bit over the last several years. Mm -hmm. Um. Who you know? Who else is gonna make some some of these things anymore? And I think that's a big reason too is like film preservation and um, uh, like preservation and restoration. Hmm. You know, these these films are deteriorate deteriorating over time in vaults or they get lost, yeah. <laughs> broken, they light on fire. <laughs> um, spending for, for companies to, for, for like uh, studios and things to take a look at their catalogs and restore a film that's 50 years old takes some time. It takes money. They spent like three years, I think, Paramount did restoring the Godfather trilogy. But it's important that they did that and it, it has to happen sooner rather than later. So they spent three years, really a large majority of that during COVID, um, restoring those three films. Mm -hmm. um, they, they do get, most people aren't aware that films disappear. <laughs> yeah. Most, most, that's a, that's like, something that most people don't think about, but was that all, like one all, time period, like an early film? Oh yeah. Just like every studio's favorite hobby was to like build their, uh, like storage units next to like match factories basically like it was yeah like and they ruled it on fire because that old yeah. celluloid yeah i think half of all films before 1950 are gone forever yeah um and in the silent era before the you know in the 20s and before that it's staggering how many films are just gone i mean we're talking like not just little films like hitchcock movies mm -hmm. they're just gone um they recently well recently 10 15 years ago put together a full edit of Metropolis for the first time by Fritz Lang for the first time in a long time because they found several reels in like Buenos Aires, <laughs> like right. in some yeah. asylum or yeah. some hospital or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is also cool. Interestingly, also just went into public domain in its entirety. Right, Metropolis. Just yeah, it's a hundred years old. Which you know, in bouncing off that too, 
you know, copyright and, you know, as we've been talking, rights yeah. and copyright uh, being a giant pain in the neck for people <laughs> who want to see media. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it just, it feels very frustrating that the, like, the amount of, like, gatekeeping that just gets done mm-hmm. by a giant, like, media conglomerates yeah, like you it's just, just can't worse. access something it's getting worse all the time right it's, yeah it's consolidating more and more disney owning fox and all it, these things and it would be great if there was any sense of um you know a, a real motivation behind like media preservation like you have some people doing that yeah but as far as like companies go it's all just like oh well how do we, it's yeah, mostly, how do we or, save it's mostly organizations and things like that it's always been that way yeah you know you get like martin scorsese leading some initiative some some organization or something like that right you had a lot with with the french in the 60s you know just restoring knowing how valuable they were and how easily they could just be lost you know you guys probably you've worked on student films your own films and stuff like that i don't think i have access to (laughs) any of them anymore we they're just lost they're just lost to the ether they're on someone's hard drive that broke 10 yep. years ago. It's yep. on someone's computer. It's maybe somewhere floating around, but I, I don't have any access to any of my student films, I don't think, which is fine. <laughs> we, we made things sure get lost. that we cornered our teacher because we would drop all of our films onto his hard drives. Yeah. After that class was done, we went up to him and we were like, give us your hard drive. So we are great. taking all of these. Unless you're actively... Unless someone's in charge of actively backing up media, it won't. It doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think. No, so it's something I need to improve in my my personal. Life. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I think about it every single day. Well, it's mainly yeah for me. Like like I said, with owning physical media, I say like my my hierarchy probably is highest on like on music preservation and and whatnot because I feel like that's the most times that I found something that is it's literally just like it's gone like it's impossible mm-hmm. if it's like a small something by someone on That's, the internet put on and it just it just disappears yeah. it is gone i feel like with with older movies obviously there was a lot of um uh, like material degradation or accidental mm-hmm. destruction of stuff that just or it just you know went missing but a lot of that stuff it's somewhere on the internet yep. you know if you want to sail the high seas yep. you can you can find it um and same thing with Video games, even like most things are, especially because those you know came into prominence, which much closer to like mass data storage, you know. Yeah. Um, they got you know taken care of a lot easier, but just with with like music stuff, I've found so often that you know even stuff that I buy like on Bandcamp or something directly from an artist, if they mm-hmm. delete their page, it's <laughs> it's still gone. You don't actually own it. So like, yes. it's frustrating. You have to go after something that has some, like, you know, it, it's tactile. You can, mm-hmm. even if it's like a, a vinyl record and it's a, you know, if it's a pain, you can still kind of rip it off of, yeah. <laughs> you know, a player. Yeah. And I don't know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating. That's a, that's a good point you were saying, because even people think when you buy something digitally that you own it, mm. and you really don't. So PlayStation, you know, you can buy stuff on your on your PlayStation account, you know, load on your PS5, you can you can buy movies, digital movies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and last they could just say... Last year, yeah. they took a bunch of these rights away, and so what you paid for is just gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you bought it, but you don't own a physical copy. They pull the rights. Yeah. 
and that's that's how it works i've kind of found in my own life it's kind of a losing battle with video games because like i i see that and it's like irritating Mm -hmm. but like i said like all the stuff i buy is digital mainly because like i missed like the entirety of like uh gaming outside of uh like the the wii the nintendo wii u and the switch (laughs) for like that time frame like 2012 to like 20 maybe 20 when i picked up an xbox one um i just didn't play any of that so now if i want to play anything it's everything's like five bucks like on the store it's like why not right who cares but you know the thing with like physical media with a uh, blu-ray 4k desk cd vinyl whatever it is there Mm -hmm. but with video games because basically discs just act as a key now you know it's because they don't because the 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 disc reading speed you know to get date Mm -hmm. to get data off of it is too slow to load all the tens of tens of you know hundreds of gigabytes of stuff Mm -hmm. so it's all just a download thing so that i found that's like a losing battle for me i've just i've completely given up on that i'm just like well i hope i didn't (laughs) care about whatever they just removed (laughs) right yeah but like i had that too because we i have a switch Mm -hmm. um i don't play it a lot but uh i started buying stuff digitally when i when i first got it and then realized that like oh well if i don't like it i can't resell it yeah and then also like Stuck like I'd go forever. on a plane and pull out my Switch and try to play Mario Super Mario Brother or uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh-huh. and I can't because it's got to check to the internet to make sure that I have the license. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, I can't play my video my handheld video game yeah. <laughs> on a plane. Why? Right. Well, that's one of the biggest things I like about you know Nintendo's current line at least is that because of the the game like the system's limited capabilities like with fidelity or whatever you still they still do load most of the stuff onto the cartridges so that kind of negates you know what i'm saying about like disc yeah, games sure. still loading it right yep. off which is much better for consumers yeah right but even then like they can still i think there's probably still like a technical way that they could be like oh you can't play this anymore if they wanted to mm-hmm. like they could just like not recognize a cartridge sure which is annoying <laughs> i right. don't think right. i don't think they would do that but, but there's nothing but stopping physically them. owning a copy yeah. gives the consumer a lot more because they a lot more rights to what they're what they're interested in yeah. what they're interested in owning and playing and owning and watching and yeah but it has become so increasingly difficult to own a physical copy of something and i i yes. say that and it's not Actually, but what I mean is like Best Buy. Yep. <laughs> we used to be full Best Buy, of Target, CDs. Walmart. I saw it. Uh, they, CDs. Their movie sections were ginormous. Yep. You you went in the Meyer, they had their huge cabinets full of video games with like the branding on them, and you'd always this go up so as fun. a kid and be like, This is crazy. Yep. Or you'd go to like Circuit City when that was around. <laughs> Circuit City had everything. I think I was just in the Best Buy in Holland, maybe, and they were kind of redoing some stuff. Some some local Best Buy, mm. and they took all their all their DVDs, Blu-rays, 4Ks away. Every single one. Wow. Every single they they wow. don't have that section anymore. And there's a whole thing about that because they they can fill it with appliances. That aisle with appliances sell yeah. a fridge instead of selling and making a dollar off each disc that they sell. Right. Like it it does make sense, but it is sad. Um, but we we let blockbuster and mm-hmm. family video and all these rental stores go away mm-hmm. 
and it's, we let it, them down. It's a sh- it's kind of a shame, and I yeah. miss it. I miss yeah. Friday it's nights really, going yeah. to the video store. It's really a bummer in renting stuff. <laughs> like I go to the library now just to do it. <laughs> it's not the same. But. Yeah, I mean, I worked at Family Video for a while, yeah. and it was it was it was a vibe. You know, it was yeah. a retail job, so it sucked, but it, right. it was still it was nice. You know, you could there's. Again, there's something in physical space that's really it's mm-hmm. really nice about uh, stores like that, and in getting recommendations that aren't built with an algorithm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, or with like tags. You know, you realize how much of our lives are being uh, written by an algorithm now, mm-hmm. by everything that we watch via streaming, YouTube, anything like that. In the fact that I can go to my place, uh, look at my shelves, and figure out what I want to watch is nice. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and I, I'm a big, I'm a collector too, Yeah, which is great because you're, you're right. So many physical distributors, you're like, well, let's just cater this towards uh, collectors now because they'll buy it. Yep. Um, same thing with video games, uh-huh, like right. video game pre-orders, it'd be like, oh, pre-order the base game and that would always get promoted. But now it's pre-order the special edition yeah. with like all this collectible stuff in it. And that's the only right. thing you ever see. Right. Yeah. Um, God of War Ragnarok's a great example, like the Jotnar edition or whatever it's called. But um, when I buy a movie on Blu-ray, on 4K, whatever it might be, I feel like I am directly supporting mm-hmm. the people that worked on that movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas when I'm watching it on a streaming service, it's like I don't get the same. Yeah. I don't get the same feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going out of your way to like participate. Yeah, it feels less passive. Yeah, that's why I like the theater so much. You know, yeah, which isn't right. it isn't physical media, but you are going to like a physical space with mm-hmm. real people. Yeah, <laughs> you it's, know? Like, it's, it's like streaming on Spotify versus going to like a show. Yeah, going to a show, yeah. throwing it's a, a vinyl. It's a different down experience. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's deliberate. Yeah, and you you collect vinyl too. I do, right? I yeah, do, I do as well. Yeah. Um, do you, do you do I do yeah. too I, I collect them video game soundtrack but right nice. yeah. do you have the last of us one no I don't oh, that one's hard to get that one's really hard <laughs> oh. to get oh alright give me yeah. any order it's, it's great or, by the way or where do you where do you find them usually I go on um, I am 8-bit okay that's a great I just got a Hyperlight like... Drifter one nice I have Journey from that game company um, Streets of Rage 4 that's another really really good one so have you ever gone to Vertigo Records? No. Or Vertigo Music? Shout right? out to Vertigo downtown, and Herm, yeah. yeah. Downtown GR. Uh, they have, have they have a little section for, yes. like, well, just yeah. soundtracks in general, and, you know, smaller within that video yeah. game soundtracks, and they got a lot of good stuff I there, just went to so. Corner Record um, with Donnie. To the, the new one? Yeah, the, yeah, their new location on 28th Street. Yeah. Shout out. Yep. Um, Shout out to you guys, too. Yeah, they uh, were right behind me. We used to walk there. <laughs> I know. We Dang. Two-minute walk, so I miss it, but... Their new space is nice. It is. It's yeah. huge. And it's 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 making an experience out of, it's it's making what you do a lot more uh, active. Uh-huh. And it, I don't know. There's something to. It makes it a hobby. Yeah. It, it, you you know just myself with with physical media. You know I'm looking before I buy. If I if I'm going to spend thirty dollars on like a four K disc that just came out, I want to read reviews because. 4K discs are not created equal mm-hmm. by no. any means. Um, Disney does a terrible job, notoriously, of, of physical media now because they're so interested in just supporting their their Disney Plus platform. Um, different older movies will have, you know, transfer issues. 
Uh, notoriously, the Terminator 2, they put so much uh, digital noise reduction on it that people just look waxy. Um, so, you know, you're, it's a gamble when you buy it. So you have to, you have to kind of make it a hobby. You have to do a little bit of research. You, you want to keep up on the trends and, and what's available and if it's, if it's worth paying for. So it, it kind of turns it into a, a hobby. But I think there's something to be said about the... Um, I think we kind of touched on this, but just to elaborate further. There's a huge quality difference when you watch something physically yeah. instead of streaming it. Yeah. I, I Speaking of 4K. I yeah. streamed last night in Soho from HBO. It was my mm-hmm. first time watching it. I finally watched it just a couple months ago. And I was so... I liked the movie quite a bit. Loved it. Um, but the the quality of the stream was so poor. Um, well, a really, like the blacks yeah. were just blocky. And it's, they, it's a really like dark movie. Oh, it was, yeah. it was awful. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I want to buy this because I know it's a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually spent most of like my weekend just going through some of the 4K stuff that I've bought that I haven't watched it yet. And like I've seen, I, I watched Total Recall and I've seen mm-hmm. that movie before, but watching it in 4K, everything on Mars just looks insane. And watching it on a good system, good mm. TV, good player, good audio, it, it's like some, it's like watching some of these movies for the first time again. Like, and that's something that I think I ignored for a li- really long time. Um, first getting into movies, like having my first own laptop when I was younger, going to school, and like being able to just watch whatever because I just bit torn it. <laughs> uh-huh. But you get DVD rips, and I like watched Lawrence of Arabia on my computer, and what a shame that is looking yeah. looking back, <laughs> and now owning it uh, and watching it on you know a sixty inch TV screen, four K surround sound is the intended way to watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, really, the intended way is to watch it on like sixty five millimeter, but we yeah, don't right. <laughs> giant screen, yeah. If there's any confusion on why that's a thing, it's just because when you have a physical disc, it's ripping data directly from that disc within its own system. Whereas when you're streaming, that's getting sent to you via like a signal off of a server. Different codecs. Yeah. And I mean, there's compression. It's lossy compression in some way. Yeah. And it doesn't retain its original quality uh, quite as well. So Netflix, and most people don't even pay for 4K Netflix. It's mm-hmm. like you have to opt into that and pay extra, which yeah, I think is crap. Yeah. Um, but I think Netflix and most other services stream max 25 megs a second. But on a disc, they max out at 150. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, I, I always check to see what a disc is doing on my system. And, like, a good disc will do 100, like, easily. And there, it's always between like minimum. Even a bad disc is gonna give you sixty megs per second. It's it's a huge difference yeah, in it's, compression it's and big in audio too. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched my four K copy of Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I saw it in theaters. I bought it uh, when it came out, and I haven't watched it until just recently. the The picture quality was good. It's not like it's a very visual movie, but it's not necessarily like they didn't go after like sharpness or, you know, anything like that. The color's great, but the audio on that film, the audio on the disc was insane. It was perfect. So you get better. The quality difference is noticeable. Maybe not for everyone. Uh-huh. Some people just want to watch a movie. They're just into the convenience of it. Um, but it, I think it's a different experience. Yeah. 
and I remember um, I talk about it. I talked about it before. Uh, Half Blood Prince, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and theaters movie was amazing. Looked incredible. Came out on streaming. I watched it again. Looks god off because <laughs> that movie is so like muddy browns yeah. and blacks, yeah. and it, it looks good if you're watching it correctly. Because mm-hmm. it's that like dark academia type vibe, and it goes with the aesthetic of the book and so yeah. on and so forth. But I never really understood the difference between physical and digital until I watched that movie both ways. Yeah, and finally connected the dots. Mm. Yep, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think I think the Batman too, because we saw that as a group. Yeah, uh, in theaters, I saw it twice in theaters. And then it dropped on HBO Max pretty quickly yep. um, before the disc was available. And people kept complaining about how poor it looked. But then they waited for the disc to come out. And the disc looks insane. Yeah. Like, because that's a, that's a dark movie. Yeah, if you, have, if you try to watch that during the daytime at all, you're not, <laughs> you're not seeing it. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> so I guess, like, is to you guys, it seems like, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to it. Um, I guess one of the cons to owning physical media would be the cost. Um, however, most people mm-hmm. are paying uh, like $100 a month on streaming right now yes. on average. So that gets you, I mean, you're just leasing stuff at that point. You're not owning yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it, what is, what is, uh, it's it's worth it to you guys, right? I'm, I mean, I'm very picky about what I own and what I buy, yeah. and what I spend money on. Yeah. yeah. So if I am buying a movie physically, I really really like it. Yep. Yep. Same. Or it's something that I have not seen and I cannot get on stream. <laughs> sure. That's that's really it for me. Um, that's when yeah. I that's how I first got into it. You know, it's like Criterion Collection has you know like just these these films that you can't access anywhere else mm-hmm. like the decalogue it's like a a 10 part 10 hour long polish television series from 1989 like it's not available until a company's like like criterion's like okay no this is this is worth saving this mm-hmm. is, you know <laughs> there's enough people who are interested in this that's how i first started doing it um but then with 4k coming out getting a good system put together in realizing that, like, oh, I haven't actually seen this movie yet yeah. until I've sat down in like in this in this environment in this way, um, is a is a big deal. I think that's why I'm continuing <laughs> the physical media yeah. journey too. What are your uh, it's exciting. Legs. Oh, it really depends. <laughs> I I'd say it's definitely worth it. Um, the th- the thing is, like, I I. I would not be able to give up something like a like a Spotify or an Apple Music or something like that yep. just for the convenience of yeah, it. Of like I'm not, you know, with, with music it's a little bit different because obviously you are going to you're going to be getting a better experience with something uh, physical usually. Like I mean, you can get like mm-hmm. FLAC or you know yeah. whatever kind of less lossy formats, but it's a little bit less of an investment. Just to, like I'm going to listen to. And I'll, you know, you can just do that whenever. You don't have to sit down and watch a movie. Right. Say so with like, with movies, definitely, like, I am pretty invested. And in like, if I love something, which is usually, I went out into the theater, I saw it, I ordered it, you know, 
Um, I'm not too much of a risk taker when it comes to buying uh, 4Ks or or vinyl records or anything like that, even like like video games. Which again, like looping back a little bit, I one thing to miss about Blockbuster and Family Video is just being able to rent a game and be like, "How is this?" Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, I, w- I would just finish them. <laughs> I would rent them and finish them <laughs> over like, the weekend and be oh, like, cool. "I'm good." Glad I didn't I spend buy sixty dollars on yeah. that. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's there's something to it. There's something to, like you said earlier, like supporting, you know, either uh, a a company that is um, pushing for, you know, preservation, or it's like you know directly buying from an artist or a creator and being like, oh, this is like I, I'm I'm helping someone. I have a, like a little physical thing that shows like, hey, I helped them out. Yeah, which is cool. Um, I don't know. I I, I feel very like hybrid about it yeah you know yeah it's like, i think you kind of have to be because like with, with music especially there's so much of it that mm-hmm. just not that there's not a lot of shows in, in in movies or you know video games that are coming out all the time but there's just so much music that like i i'm not gonna go and yeah spend however much a month like so I, i'll yeah. buy this and be like i don't like this you know i may as well at least see if i like it first but yeah it's it's kind of two ways about it where mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm going to get something if I really love it. Um, otherwise, you know, I'll check it out. But it's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall, you know, people will get this or they won't. They'll be on board or they won't. You know, some people won't understand the, or notice the quality differences, you know, and stuff like that. But I think at the end of the day, it's just it's exciting. It's it's a hobby thing. You know, it's. Yeah. It's putting yourself behind something and saying, this is this is what I'm into, you know? Yeah. So. With all this said, if you don't like physical media and you love streaming, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. We all have streaming. Like, <laughs> I stream so many things. Yeah. There are so many things that I would never buy that I still want to watch that I really like watching. TV shows, namely. Oh, especially TV shows. I'm not yeah. going to go buy, like, a box set of every right. TV show. Like, whatever. That's much <laughs> less of, like, a like i have to buy into that like if it's like a film it's like okay sure yeah it's like frazier it's like i don't need to own <laughs> frazier you know i'll watch frazier yeah. and be like all right cool big bang theory yeah exactly it's like i don't need this <laughs> this is fine um but i know i mean i'm i'm the youngest out of us i i was born in a very like certain turning point in yeah. physical media yeah. like I still had VHS tapes growing up, and I, you know, had know how to do those and DVD. And I saw, and Blockbuster when the the Blu-ray display came in for the first time, yep. they were like, "Look at the difference!" Yeah, type thing. I remember, yep. and that was like the next generation thing. Um, so I just also have a lot of nostalgia tied to owning physical media. Yeah, because that's all my dad ever had. Because mm-hmm. he, he was a big movie guy, and he had all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Special extended edition. That you know, oddly enough, that's like the thing that that same set is what got me into physical yeah, media I, and filmmaking in general. Honestly, it's it's gorgeous. and that's something we haven't touched on is the special features. This yeah. this is one of the best examples of special features. There's like 14 hours of behind the scenes making of. Yeah, I mean, you I have. had never known about any of this went into a movie before. I consumed myself in that when I was 11 years old 
And it's honestly probably the biggest reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today and why I'm in this industry is because of that set right there in the special features. I would say same. Yeah. Why do you feel that I almost never, unless maybe I'm like buying a movie digitally, right? Special features. Why are those just never, is it just too much of like a, like a data thing and they don't want to host it? For streaming? Yeah. Just for like anything, like it's there. They have it. You know, even if they have to like rip it off of the DVD, I'm or something. sure there's additional rights, mm. and they don't want to deal with it. And I'm sure that most people just don't care. I don't yeah, know. That's a good way up. to put it. Yeah, they don't want to take the time out to be like, well, I'm going to watch this. Because I have, I remember like Amazon. You could used to buy it before it came out, mm-hmm. and so once in a while I would do that. I did that for Guardians of the Galaxy because I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Saw it in theaters. And then, like, because you used to wait a little bit longer for it to come out <laughs> for you to rent or yeah, buy. More than a few weeks. But then, yeah, more than a few weeks, like several months. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, it was a full year I kinda, in some cases. I kind of forgot that it used to take that long. Yeah. That was a really smooth right. transition between the two. Yep. COVID definitely accelerated that even, <laughs> even more. But I know, like, so I bought that for that instance. I bought it a month before I could to own the digital copy because I just wanted to watch it. And it came with, like, at the end of the movie, there was, like, 20, 30 minutes of special features lumped on the end. And I didn't love it. <laughs> like, I just didn't <laughs> like that idea. I remember that from, like, VHSs. Really? Yeah. I can't, I can like, name one specifically, but I feel oh. like, oh, no, wait. The Emperor's New Groove on VHS had, like, a feature right at the end. Oh, where they really? Talked, like, they talked to Sting. Okay. Because he wrote a song. That's cool. Well, he was going to write more of the, the music for the movie, but then it turned into a completely different yeah. movie, but they still kept one of his songs in there. That was so, it was, yeah, I remember that. That was the thing. That's not on like every VHS ever, but like sometimes it'd be like, hold on, like after the credits, right. check it out. We right. have a special featurette on something. <laughs> yep. It would just be like a YouTube video that the uh, company would like upload to their channel, like as the movie comes out or maybe like a week after to sure. keep people interested. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys see yourselves, I can already guess the answer, staying pretty loyal to physical media in certain regards? Yeah, okay. I, think, I think for myself, the, the benefits outweigh the, the cons. Um, I, I am taking a break this year from, from purchasing any physical media. Uh, it goes into a lot more, but, but I'm also getting rid of all my streaming services. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. So I'm doing both, but so right now I'm kind of relying on. Um, I mean, there's certain things that you can. There's certain streaming services for free, which some of them are fantastic through your library, like Hoopla or Canopy. Canopy's great. Canopy's amazing. Um, but then I'm just kind of going through my whole library of of movies right now, and yeah, when when I want to buy again, I will. You know. Yeah. I always say, okay, this is I. This one's great. I don't. I don't need any more. You know, I look at criterions. Like I don't. I don't need any more. And then they come out with new stuff, and it's like, okay, like I'll make up my mind then. But yeah, I I like the idea of of owning of owning these uh, these things and being able to watch them whenever I want. So yeah. 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 Feel the same way. Yeah, I kind of a different take on that same thing. I. I've been trying to be more deliberate when I'm buying stuff just in general Mm -hmm. where it's not so much like, oh, like, do I want this, 
because I, I really want and need it and it will like make me f- like, like oh yeah, I'm so glad I own this. Or is it just like I've made a transaction on something that's kind of neat to have, you know, yeah. and it won't really mm-hmm. like elevate anything that's going on in my life. Right. Which is, you know, I don't know. I don't think about it like too hard all the time. Um, but like I'm definitely still going to be like picking up records, picking up um, like physical copies of movies that I really, really, really like. I just yeah. got Tar. Right. Um, the other, like I got it a little bit early actually, I think right before the year ended last oh, year. Nice. Um, which I also went to see in theaters again yesterday. Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> I will have to watch that. It's really good. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, see it in theaters. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going to keep picking stuff up for sure. Yeah. I, I have pretty much the same mindset as you two. Cool. So yeah, that's settled. <laughs> yeah. We do there. Physical media. Yeah, go, yeah, go, go, go buy. Go purchase. Win. Yeah. We, um, we won. Yeah. Not that it was a contest, but still, <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for joining me on thank this you. episode. It's very interesting to hear you guys talk about it because that's not something we always talk about. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. So thank you all for watching. I hope you learned something. Uh, let us know any obscure, I don't know, physical media items like Rugrats in Paris on the orange yeah. VHS tape that you might have owned when you yeah. were younger or like weird formats that just completely died off that we didn't or if you have dogma on blu-ray because it's worth like two hundred dollars yeah or (laughs) so copy of silent hole 2 on ps2 yeah because those are hard to find and i had to buy this one when i saw it in person because i've never seen it in person ever and i'm very proud of it but anyways thank you for joining us and um we'll see you next month and uh get off the porch please Believe it or not, we are actual video professionals, in addition to being total wackos on this podcast. If you like The Front Porch, make sure to subscribe to the channel. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok. We deliver best-in-class video content for our global clients in a range of corporate applications. We regularly work with product-based companies, corporate marketing teams, high-tech manufacturing agencies, and many more. If you're ready to get started on your next video content project, reach out to our team on Let's Talk Video. You're welcome on our porch anytime.